Welcome forward to the latest 820 podcast with your host, Ming Ahmad. The subject for today is, in the end, it doesn't even matter. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Let me start this with, uh, I'm spending some time reading a book and the books from a Mr. Robert Greene. And let's start this conversation with a quote from him. Please don't get alarmed. But he says this, quote, You're going to die one day. It's not going to be pleasant. Your friends and family members, they're going to die one day. and It's not going to be pleasant. You're going to have failure in life, but that is life. To be angry about that means not to love life itself. Unquote. That's from Robert Greene. So I was sharing that with a friend of mine, uh, a dear friend, her name is Gina. And she wrote me back a uh, comment on that. She says this, wonderful thought. But how can we get one to truly accept this and live in appreciation of the life one has? How do we say, no, I can live without a closet full of clothes, a two-car garage, a 2,000-square-foot house, and a desire to travel the world? She says, show me this, and I will follow. Hey, thanks, Gina, for that that comment and that, that question. I have no question, I'm sorry, no answers to that. But maybe that's something that a sociology teacher can explain to us uh, mere peons and mortals about how we can really answer that kind of question. So even though the topic about saying, in the end, it doesn't even matter, I'm going to talk about that a bit here, Um, hopefully probably raising more questions than answers, but let's give it a shot today. And I was thinking about her statement I was thinking, thinking as a response that even though I might write some things and try and put together a hopefully a salient, um, clear, contextual response, but I'm doing what I can as far as my understanding and how I can best relate that in 500 seconds. So I'm going to try this. I was saying that you can't show anyone anything that you don't prove to yourself first and consistently. And to me, that's the trick. But that is part of my understanding of the message that I share. As always, this is easy to say, hard as fuck to do. But you gotta start some way, somewhere. And for the long haul, if you really want to discover and change, you gotta do that. If not, if I don't do that, I stay in that comfort zone, even though long-term, it doesn't help to develop, to discover, or to grow me. But also, I am suggesting that we start with what we do have right now, and not with the focus on the mysterious future want that we want. Then we can get to the real answer about those packed closets, those eight trumpets, those thousands of books and shoes and dresses and suits that we all have. So we can't have it all. 
until and unless we define or you define that all, that thing we call all. And if you think about it or stop thinking so much about it and feel what really is your all, it ain't that much when you get down to the studs and the essential of you and what you need, not what you want. For an example, that strong framework or infrastructure mentally, spiritually, of each of us. So that thing about considering in the end, nothing matters. That's hard to accept and execute. But let's put that aside for a second. What's the alternative view? The alternative view and default from that statement. That in the end of you, your death, which will not be pleasant, according to Mr. Robert Greene, that then all of this garbage and stuff we have all collected, curated, preserved, and saved in that $150 per month storage unit we've had for the past five years, all that stuff has been stored there. So then we die and all that stuff that was stored away, now that matters. Just consider that other side of the spectrum on that statement. So how do you come up with that conclusion and how we can justify that approach other than the you know BS, you know, traditional and historical weak-ass argument about we got to get more now to enjoy more later. So if I understand the, resist, the resistance to not accepting the perspective of deprioritizing the importance of your stuff, it's, is it better to worry and protect and hoard that stuff because it matters so much now and it will matter so much at your funeral that you will be not present to enjoy? Just think about that. We all have to make and live with those decisions or those non-decisions. Not today, but I do want to pique your attention and your awareness to that possibility of considering that question. How about this? In the end, none of the more shit will matter. More of the less shit should matter right now and in that end. The bonus is that if we start or restart the more versus less, less debate right now, we can move more smoothly and with less luggage. If you recall, in another podcast, is called the, uh, an episode called the Only One Carry-On Bag Allowed episode. <coughs> Please check that out for me. That's what I'm trying to allude to, carrying less luggage on your journey. This will allow your physical and mental frame more dexterity, more flexibility, more mobility. But the more you put on that carry-on yoke, the more external security you have, it really reflects the more internal insecurity you have to carry into your old world. Never mind the, the proposed trip into a new world or situation. So in the end, the garbage and stuff and luggage and baggage, and even the great times that you incurred or encourage, 
or experience. They don't matter. One thing, you have no idea where or when that end will happen. Hell, it may have already happened, it may have already missed it. Or it may still happen, it may miss that one too. So, bring a little funny here, but if that end happens now, in this moment, for me or to me, it's over. It's done. Can't tell you anything. Can't know if you loved or hated me. It's all done. So, once again, all the stuff that we do and extend to each other, it doesn't matter. However, what does matter is what we do now, in this moment, with this breath, with what we have right now and not in the end. Consider reframing your end to your right now, this moment, this now. Not as a frame in a movie or the moving frames of pictures, also what I call observation in the book, Resilience, the Beauty of Presence. That observation is followed by the communication in the round trip process called resilience. So, sorry for the lengthy one in this podcast, but in the end, nothing matters. In the now, in today, and in this moment, all of your presence matters. Thank you again. If you need more clarity, please hop over to the 820podcast.com. You can find more out more information, previous podcasts, information on myself, and even if you want, can schedule a, uh, a calendar meeting with, meeting, meeting with me, 30 minutes, give you at least three ideas, three subjects to take forward, and maybe to round out, reframe, refine your work and your process and your journey. As always, stay present, stay current, and it's always 820.